We're back again, guys, and we've made a few changes on the pod. So this is now the full podcast gang. Um, a lot of the other guys, we had 10 of us originally. There's been some changes and it's now just us five. So it's now just me, Matty, David, Greg and Kyle. Um, we're still outnumbered, boys. We've still got two gooners, so I don't know. Probably won't, it probably won't help to, in today's game, in today's uh, podcast, because we're breaking down a game that they probably don't, either of them want to be here for. So, uh, yeah. Well Surprise done, you turned up, Max. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hats off oh, to you. All right, man. Man's done. Come on. <laughs> Man's done. Barry's back. Go on, son. <laughs> um, excuse me if I sound a bit rough. I haven't got COVID. Um, just a That's bit good. under the weather, guys. So, uh, yeah, one of them things, eh? But, um, but yeah, so let's get straight into sort of the breakdown of, of the weekend's games just gone. We'll do it in order, um, but obviously we've only we've got less less teams to talk about now. We've only got Leeds, Arsenal, Liverpool and Man United. Um, so we can go in a bit more depth with each, each team, lads, which is nice. So the first game is actually Leeds 2, Sheffield United 1, which is my boys. Um, some of the listeners and viewers might know that I was on, on the stoop straight after the game uh, with Lolo and Mark talking about the, the Leeds-Sheffield United game. I was doing the, the post-match breakdown with them. So, um, yeah, there's a video on YouTube of that where it's got a lot of my my views of, like, fresh straight after the game. But, um, but yeah, we'll cover it again, boys. Um, first things first, did any of you guys watch the game? And if so, what are your thoughts on it before I sort of get rambling? I have to admit, I haven't seen the Leeds. Have you not? Game at all, so no. And if anyone else has crack on, I watched the saw the highlights of it. Um, looked like another sort of typical Sheffield United loss on the, from their point of view. Like not played too badly, didn't get smashed, but just weren't good enough again. And Leeds just done what they needed to do, really. To, to be fair, the highlights might have flattered them a bit because the score flattered them as well. We Ramsdale was unbelievable for them in the net. He he saved so I'm not many. buying it. What's that? Nah, nah, nah. Honestly, nah, I'm not mate, buying it. He made nah. untold saves. He was immense. If it yeah. wasn't for him, that's a five or six one game. He done he done all right in the under twenty ones. So I think he's just carried it over a little bit. To be fair, yeah, I must admit he, he played very very well. A couple of their of their players actually done all right. Um, the left back Osborne is where he actually scored their goal. He, he had um, he had quite a good game as well, but we're just far superior to them in every department. Like that was them pretty much playing at, at full pelt, Sheffield United, especially with the personnel they had. They had a few missing, um, and they didn't do terribly. But we were just so much better than them. We were so wasteful in front of goal though, final third, um, and the times where we did hit the target and they would have been goals. Ramsdale made a few great saves. Um, it's just one of them. But I've got a wax lyrical again about, about my boy Rafinha, man. Fucking hell, is he good? Us, us, uh, I'm still in shock that we've nicked him for fucking 17 mil. It's the, like the more I see him play, the more it baffles me that we've got him for that. I don't like other teams mm. must have known who he was and looking at him. Or our scouting system is just off the fucking chart. Because if other teams ain't seeing him and willing to take a punt on the money that he was available for, there's something wrong. 
because he's got so much more ability than the majority of wingers I've seen in the league. Pepe? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, thought, I thought Pepe would get a mention there. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, Pepe's got talent. Yes, yes. He ain't as good as Rafinha. Rafinha's the same age, yeah. come from the same league as him. And for like fucking what? 15% of his worth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great signing, to be fair. I mean, it is. Like, if you think of what his value must be worth now, I mean, Christ. Well, if, I was saying treble, about three months maybe. ago, I was saying that we've doubled our money at least on him. Oh, without a shadow. And I think it's more. We've probably trebled. More for me. Yeah. Again, the more I see him, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. I don't know how many goals and assists he's got now, but he's contributing something every game. Like, I don't know if you see, see the goal the weekend. He, Stuart Dallas was immense. He, he closed down and um, dispossessed the Sheffield United player on, on the halfway line, played a lovely one-two with Rafinha uh, and then set him down, down the wing. And Rafinha had fucking three defenders closing him down. And he didn't even really do a bit, like, a bit of skill. All he'd done was sort of glance one way and drop a shoulder ever so slightly. And he took two defenders out the game. And then he had he was at the byline and just played it across the front of the go- the face of the goal and Harrison had the tap in. It says it all when you're Jack Harrison and you've just scored a goal and the first thing you do before Seller is just stood and applauded Rafinha and he just ran towards it. It was like his goal. Yeah. He he's he's just different gravy, mate. He's so fucking good. That's yeah. um that's a special skill within itself, that because not many players have the ability to totally take out two players with just a drop of the shoulder or a bit of movement. Only exactly. certain players can do that, especially at the, the top level. So, yeah, fair play to him. That's that's quality. The thing yeah, is, they're, no. they're doing that, but there's also having the bottle to even try it. They're yeah, so have the ability to do it, but they're just scared, too scared of losing the ball. They haven't even got the bottle to try and do it. But then when yeah. you've got someone like that who just... It reminds me a little bit of like um, Morris when Leicester won the league that year. Just like off the cuff, like no one knew how to handle him for that. Oh, you know, like, what, what do we do against this guy? They yeah, predictable. Very similar player. Draw it. The name was, when you when you got him, it, the name was was familiar because his name was bandied around with you know when you look at the transfer rumours and all that. His name was popping up with Arsenal, like pretty much Barcelona were trying to offload him. Shock. And it was it, it was. Rafinha, yeah. Different one, and mate. I, it was a couple different of... Different one. Of, uh, That's thumbs up, brother. Are you talking about the fullback or are you talking about the winger? That's Rafinha Alcantara, Thiago's brother. Yeah, he plays... Oh, Barca. Barca. Dead. Different game. <laughs> 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 no edits. No edits. Yeah, that ain't getting edited, mate. That's a... Bollock drop. Well, actually, <laughs> that I'm won't happy. work. I'm, I'm actually instantly happy. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah, you 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 weren't linked, mate. Don't try and jump on the Rafa bandwagon. Uh, he's he's <laughs> gone under the radar, mate. Yes. Um, go on, Greg. You had to say something. Yeah, no, he's um, it's just one of them sort of players, isn't he? Like, he's a bit. If if a manager gives you. The, the freedom to go and do that and then also your players have got the trust in you where they're not going to moan at you because he's going to try stuff that don't come off well I don't know and if you saw it, Sheffield United's goal um, it was his fault oh really yeah. oh yeah yeah Osborne yeah yeah I did see he, um, 
he done he tried doing a little flick on the halfway line, yeah, he was on the counter yeah. attack, yeah. and he he could have stopped the ball and laid it off simple, and made a run or spread it, and he tried a little back heel flick, and it got intercepted, and they was on the break and they scored from that. But then so they go that they will go happen. Up, goes up the other end and he creates a goal and he wins like you mm. know what I mean, and then it, it's it's the same. The you, pros outweigh the cons with him. A hundred percent. If you get that, if you get that backing from the manager and the rest of the team, then your confidence is going to be sky high all the time because you, no one's going to be moaning at you. They know that you're that you're that sort of player. You're the maverick. Yeah. Greenish. Who, who moans at Greenish at Aston Villa? Nobody. Yeah, exactly. The other thing with they know him, what he can. They know what he can do. What I've got to give him a lot of credit for, which is something that, like you said, maverick players don't really do. Is he puts a fucking yeah. shift in, man. Like, mm-hmm. defensively, he must be an absolute dream for Luke Aylin playing in front of him because he's got everything going forward, but he will track back until he can't anymore. Like, he's always there, like, covering Aylin. Freezing out. Yeah. Just froze there, mate. He, um, he's, he's always there yeah. co- covering Luke Aylin, like, every single time. So he's... um. He must be a dream to play play behind as well for a yeah, fullback. Yeah, because he could easily Aileen could easily say, right, go on, go one on one. Don't bother coming back. But yeah. well, the way that you play, you have to you have to have doubles like double ups like to help out. But I mean, yeah, I can imagine he's just he is because he's always there, as you say, he's backing yeah. it up no matter what, and then he's just there to go forward as well. Definitely, mate. Um, go on, Jonesy. Yeah, no, I was gonna. For me, Rafinha, like he's having, a, he's having a like a world of a season. To be fair, but do you think he's benefited a bit from that? No one really knows who he is. He's very unpredictable at the best of times, but you know, defenders don't really know how to cope with him. I think next season for me will be a big season for him. Yeah, you'll see what he's made of. Yeah, he'll have to. Um, saying, yeah, am I freezing or what? Yeah, you are. Yeah. He's an absolute picture right now. By the way. Yeah, you froze, Kyle, unless you're playing. He's good. He's good at playing dead. Hello. Uh, you're back, you're mate. Back, mate. You're back. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm halfway through and, no, and everyone's, everyone's just staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Nick, my intranet is absolutely woeful. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 don't know how, I don't know how far I got before it actually went, but you said like next saying, season. Like, you, next season is going to be a big season for him. Yeah, yeah. I think like next season will be the making. Where everyone always says that I, I don't want to sit over one season. It could be like sit over a number of seasons. But next season, defenders are going to know what he's about. Know what he's. Do you know what I mean? It might he, he might get caught out. But for me, yeah. Again, a phenomenal side. Has he, has he played for Brazil as well or no? No, but he's very much. He's got on to be the on the cusp. Yeah, he's yeah. On the, yeah. On the he's because be, he's better than fucking Richardson. How old is he, Tell? 24. Good. Like, yeah, he's coming into sort of mid-20s, yeah. Yeah, you? it's a great age, he's a, mate. He's a, he's, a, he's a cert for me for the Brazil. I know Brazil, they've got some good players, don't get me wrong, but when you're looking on current form and our, our, our players have been playing this season, for me, it'd be easily on well, up there. How, how, how Richardson gets in the squad. Yeah, how yeah. he gets in the squad, mate. And yeah, the way he plays is very much that, like what we grew up knowing of a Brazilian player, a Brazilian winger. That's Rafinha. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they I mean, will who is their winger? Well. Who is their winger? You've got Neymar probably on one side. But there's Neymar players. There's a, a striker there. You know what I mean? But I don't know if Douglas Costa... Lucas Moura? Mm. 
None of them are miles ahead of him, if, nah. if, if at all, really. So, yeah, he's, he's got to be there or thereabouts, I think. He's not far off. Um, so, yes, yeah, one of the talking of international call ups again, I was having this discussion with a few people at work today. People are raving about like Mason Mount and Phil Foden. Jack Harrison has got better numbers than the pair of them. Why is he not even in, in, in the conversation? Because uh, he's well, not fashionable enough? I don't know. It's a, well, it's a, it's a good point. I think England are very blessed in the position that Harrison plays in personally. Like with Sancho, Saka, Rashford could play out there. They've got a lot of options, I think, England in that position, maybe. I don't know. But obviously, if he keeps on playing the way that he's playing... He's, he now, he's, now on, he's now on eight goals, five assists. Yeah, it's good numbers. Or it's eight maybe, goals, six assists or something. Yeah, it's yeah. good numbers. Maybe maybe a call-up's not too far away for him. But yeah, for me, I mean, going, going off tangent a little bit, if you're talking about England, I just think there's too much chopping and changing with England. One minute yeah. is this 11, then it's that 11. There doesn't seem to be much consistency, but I think that's a whole other topic. It is, yeah. I was, it, it's only it come to my attention because he actually mentioned it this week before the game. Right. He said that um, himself, Bamford and Ailing are that's what they're pushing for. They, they they're pushing for an England call up. And right. he said if they keep if they keep performing at the level they're performing, it can't be far away. And I, he, he set himself a goal of ten goals this season, and he's trying to get as many assists. And it's not far off. I think he's only a couple of goals and like four assists off now. So it, it could he- easily happen. Is he at Leeds permanently or is it a loan? It's loan, it- but it's permanent at the end of the season. It's oh, okay. um, it we've basically we've had him on loan now a couple of seasons. We it was loan to permanent for last season, but because we got promoted, we basically done a deal with Man City because it was going to be permanent for eight million at the end of last season, um, and we've done a deal with them to put it off for one more season. So we loan him again, but we'll pay him ten million at the end of this season. That's fair. Works for both parties. Really. It, yeah, it meant that we could put that money elsewhere into people like Rafinha and Llorente and Cock. We could sort of outlay that money elsewhere and we can get him in on, on another loan deal sort of thing. But 10 million, fucking hell, what a steal. I mean, I in, today's deal, in today's prices, that's mental, really. Yeah. Considering, yeah. What, considering what he's contributing to your team. Yeah, very good. Yeah, so it's... Um, yeah, it's exciting, really, to think that we're getting these sort of players for such little value as well, really, um, which is nice. Oh, Greg's dropped out. See you later, Greg. Perfect. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Greg. Yeah, well, okay, okay, man. Yeah. When he comes back on, when he comes back on, go, right, thanks for that, guys. We move on to <laughs> now. <laughs> for the audio listeners, we've just lost Greg. Probably technical problems, oh. but uh, he'll be back in a sec. But... Um, yeah, because Harrison done superbly for the for the second goal. Like he didn't score it or whatever. It was an it was an own goal, but he forced it with a superb cross. And the other thing is, people have been raving about Kevin De Bruyne's pass this week, rightly so. Brilliant. No one's mentioning the Tyler Roberts one. He sprayed a fucking fifty yard crossfield ball, pinpoint to Jack Harrison's left peg. Like, why why is it only people only talk about it if it's a big name? It's always been that way in the media. It's always been hundred percent, hundred percent. Like I understand. Talk I, I echo, about it, I echo what the others as well. I echo what you're saying. More credit needs to be paid to other teams that are doing these things because it yeah. isn't just the De Bruyne's and 
you know, whoever else is like top names you could pull out, like Rashford's or whatever that are doing these things. Um, so yeah, yeah, credit where credit's due, they should it should be highlighted more because that's the Tyler thing. De Roberts. What's that? Tyler De Roberts. Yeah, he'd <laughs> be getting mentioned then, wouldn't he? If he had a the thing is, Carl, like we we done it a few weeks back on here. We're the first to jump on people like Roberts when he's not not putting it in. And but I must yeah. admit, since we've done that, he's been different class. He's now keeping Rodrigo out of the team. Maybe he listens to the podcast, mate. Yeah. He, Tyro, if you are, mate, fucking fair play to you, because you've been on flames the last few weeks. Um, will you come on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you come on for chat? <laughs> but um, no, fair play. And the other one is, just before we move on to the next game, is I want to give uh, Diego Llorente a lot, of, a lot of credit as well. Like We, we signed a guy from Sociedad, um, and he's like a Spain international. He plays a fair amount for Spain. But for the money we got him, it was sort of, I think he was like 17 or 18 mil as well. And he's, I think he's 29. And he came in and he was injured. And then he got in the team and his first game back got injured. Then back in the team, first game back got injured. And we were sort of looking at it going, fuck me, have we been done here? Do you know what I mean? Like he's, he's pushing 30 now and we can't get the cunt fit. And it was one of them, a, a few Leeds fans were starting to panic a little bit about it. But my God, he's got him got himself fit. The guy looks a fucking well beat. I can see how he's starting for Spain. Like what a he's not just a great like a cracking defender. He's a great football player. Just strides out of defence and he's playing through balls like he's fucking De Bruyne. Do you know what I mean? It's just like where the fuck is we got this kid from? He's he's talented, mate. And we've gone yeah. from having pretty much no centre backs. We've been playing Luke Ayling at centre half. So now we've got Strauk, Urente. Cock and Cooper, and Cock and Strauk were our two main centre halves at the start of the season. They can't get a fucking game. Like, well, it, credit it, to it, the players that have obviously come in now, and they obviously Leeds are doing well for it. Yeah, definitely, mate. But um, sorry, yeah, that's that sort of, that's right, Greg. That brings us to the end of that, anyway. Um, Here we go. So uh, yeah, until next time, guys. Thanks, thanks for joining us. <laughs> Sorry, Craig. <laughs> what, what? You don't want to talk about Arsenal, no? <laughs> <laughs> Missed it. Missed it, man. So, um, yeah, we move on to, to the second fixture, which combines two of the teams involved here, boys. Arsenal, nil. Liverpool, three. Another win for Liverpool on the podcast, Greg. Um, We're back, baby. Who wants to start, <laughs> lads? Dave, go on, mate. You're the one who, who looked the most Let's angry. Just... Let's just get it over with. Um, yeah, it was just from our point of view, just just huge disappointment. Like, obviously, we lost to Liverpool at the beginning of the year by a similar scoreline, and it was, you could hold your hands up and go, you know, they're the champions, top draw side, no shame in that. But then now, it's not just because Liverpool have had a dip recently, it's just the the, the lack of belief or, or anything that Arsenal had in, in that game. Um, there was errors for the goals as well. Um, I, I mean, Trent Alexander's Arnold's cross was, was brilliant. World-class cross. But I still can't... Holding for me needs to do better. It's, it's not the first time he's been caught underneath a cross. He, he seems to make a habit of it in the 
Man City game, he, he was out of position and, and Sterling beat him to a header. Now you've got Jota, who, who's a similar stature, beating him to a header. And it, it is a great cross. But when you look at the replay, Holding has got so much time. I mean, Arnold's on the right. You know that ball's coming in. There's no disguise at all. You know that ball is going to come in. He looks at Jota. He knows he's his only threat near him. And when the ball comes in, he actually steps forward. And then because the ball's so good, he then tries to step back and he's, and he's lost it. Like, why? I don't get why. Well, when you've looked at your man or your marking, why are you not just staying to him like glue? Why are you stepping forward to mark space? Because Joel Paul. Leno, Leno would catch it. So for me, that was an error. Um, a subtle one, but still something that could have been dealt with. The second goal, when Salah obviously done well against Gabriel, Gabriel had the opportunity to slide in and clear that. He actually got there and could have just booted that out to the stands with a strong slide tackle, but he actually misses the ball when he goes for it. Salah keeps hold of the ball. Leno just opens his legs and, and there you go. Pop it through there, mate. Thank you very much. And then the last goal it was another mistake from Gabriel again. He, a sloppy pass out, to, out wide and, and, they, and they punished us. So Liverpool did play a lot better, but again, we gift-wrapped a lot of the goals. Um, they still did obviously well to finish them. Um, and a mix of Liverpool playing, I think the international break come at a good time for them. Some of the players who didn't go looked like they had a good rest. Um, they obviously regrouped. We just looked flat as a pancake. Um, I was hoping we was going to, obviously even with Liverpool in a dip, it's still a tough game, but I was hoping that we was starting to build after a good win against Tottenham and obviously a draw did us no good against West Ham but being 3-0 down and coming back was still something you can build a lot of confidence from so I was hoping we would at least come through it with a, a draw or if we lost kind of a tight game but it's just absolutely completely outclassed and, and a lot of the players just didn't look like they could even be bothered to put a shift in so yeah just fuming to be honest um, yeah fair there play mate <laughs> Mr Boyle over to you mate oh, <laughs> I've, been dreading, I've been dreading this all day and I'm not even joking either just leave conversation yeah, again <laughs> again I might sound familiar but I do agree with everything that Dave's saying it's just how many times are you going to make these mistakes I mean Liverpool <clears throat> I, I, I think I said this to you boys off camera that I believe that Having Fabinho in midfield made a massive difference to the way he's just so cool, calm and collected on the ball. Nothing phases him. He's good in the air. He's good with his feet. And he just makes it tick over that bit more faster and more relentless for Liverpool in the middle. But I do want to give, before I go on to hammer my own team, um, I do <laughs> want to give Alexander-Arnold a shout because, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm not an England fan. Most people know that, but... How is he not even in the squad? Even if you're not starting him, I mean, surely he's got to be on a bench. I know I mean, what you're saying, but to be fair, apart from the last, what, couple of games, he's yeah. been dreadful this season. Well, you might you may say that, but I think a player of his ability, I just don't see how you couldn't pick him going to the Euros. He might have had a bit of a blip, but does that mean he shouldn't be in the squad altogether? I don't know. It's, a, it's an interesting debate. But anyway, in the, in the game we're talking about, I mean, he could have had a hat-trick of assists to be honest, if it weren't for some 
bad misses and some last ditch sort of kamikaze defending, he would have got three assists probably. So, but again, like Dave said, the, the goals are just gift wrapped. I mean, come on here before and I've said about Arsenal centre back pairing. For me, it's even more over all over the shop than what I thought it was a couple of about a month back. There's just no consistency. Anyone can walk into that team and claim a spot. And furthermore, if you're on the bench as a centre-half for Arsenal, you must be thinking, I must be dire to not be getting a chance here. Because how Saliba is on loan, not in the frame at all. And they were in the relegation zone, Nice, apparently, when he went there. And now they're 10th. I mean, it's not obviously not all because of him, but it must have he must have steadied the ship somewhat at the back. All the highlights I've seen of him, he's, he's quality on the ball, he's good in the air. Unless he's got a stinking, stinking attitude... I don't know how we've got to this point where he's been. We paid twenty-five million quid for him, and he's been loaned. That makes no sense to me at all. Probably wanking off his teammates in the changing room. I was going to say, yeah, there is, there, there say is that, that, that. But then again, that's the only, that's the only video I've seen of him recording his mate with his <laughs> dog out. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you don't get picked on wanking off your teammate. You get picked off how good you are at football, in my opinion. So if he wants, to, if he wants to toss someone off behind this scenes or in front of everyone that's up to him like, I look at that as a bonus anyway especially if you play with him yeah especially after you've just done 90 minutes you must <laughs> but yeah just going going back to I mean Liverpool were worthy winners we all know that and Liverpool seem to be kind of finding some sort of form again but it's just every it, there's so much to criticize I don't even know if there'd be enough time on this pod I don't want to bore everyone to tears with with it to be Bammy Yang's Barnet or uh, well, we'll get yeah. to that in a minute, but <laughs> even from simple, he's gone with a very attacking lineup. So he's picked Lacazette, he's picked Aubameyang, he's picked Odegaard, and no one wanted the ball. Now, people, could, you can say what you want about Jacker, and it is a massive debate about Jacker. Uh, is Jacker's obviously better than what we've got in the middle, and that's been proven, apart from maybe Thomas Partey, but again. I still don't think he's really lived up to anywhere near the price tag that we paid for him. He looks quite an ordinary footballer to me. He shows glimpses of what he can do, but again, it's not consistent enough. But the little things like going towards the back four, demanding the ball, knowing what you're going to do when you've turned and then you've got your options. It was just clueless. So Bios is absolutely terrible. I mean, he must have lost the ball five times from what I saw. And I lost interest at 2-0. I think I turned it off, to be fair. But, I mean, he's just... I can't wait for him to fuck off back to Real Madrid, to be fair. Well, one of your comments, Matty, in the WhatsApp group during the game destroyed oh. me. He was like, he's playing like he's being chased by a dog. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if any of anyone else has noticed it, but <laughs> it's a bit like that Sterling with the flappy arms, like... He goes to get the ball and there's no one within 10 yards and everything's like all all hurried and I've got to do it 100 miles an hour. Bruv, there's no one near you. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Just chill out. They're not oh, even nice. pressing, at this particular point, they're not even pressing you to do nonsense or hurry it up. They actually think you're that shit they're letting you have the ball. Yeah, but <laughs> the, thing, the thing is with Ceballos is... Oh, he's rubbish, Greg. Yeah, no, no, but the thing is... In, in Spain, these players have a good season or half a season. They get snapped up by Real Madrid or Barcelona, one of them. Yeah. He is not that good. He's, no. he's found, he somehow found himself at Real Madrid and then he's now able, because he's at Real Madrid, big Picking teams will sniff around him 
and he's got a move, and he's got a two-year. Did he have a? Two, this is his second year, isn't it? Second loan, yeah. He didn't I look mean, too bad the first year. He didn't oh, he, look too bad, but this yeah, year, but it's because you don't. To him. You don't know what he's about in that first year, so you know. You, but you know what he's about now, and he—he's just—he is—he's poor. He is pissed. He plays like he's, he's, his football boots are like five sizes too big for him. He's, <laughs> his first touch just seems to bounce off of his foot. Sideshow Bob. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. I mean, there's him. That's. I mean, that's just one of the ones you can criticise. I've got a whole load more. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, going back to the philosophy. Again, we touched off this off camera. We must play out from the back, no matter who the opposition are. It doesn't work, pal. Because when you play against Liverpool, and it was the same when we played Liverpool at Anfield. Liverpool all over you like a cheap suit. They're not. They know if they stick Salah and Mane, right as far as they can without impeding, that they're going to nick the ball off Rob Holding, off Gabriel, off Callum Chambers at right-back. It just doesn't add up. They have, there's no... Left-back is awful as well, isn't it, mate? Oh, it's just, mate, I could... Mate, I honestly... Anyway, um, yeah, again, I'm going to go on to Aubameyang because I think it's just outrageous that he's captain of the club. When he got taken off, I mean, I want your thoughts... Do you think he gave a fuck? Because from what I saw, it was like, oh, well, lost today again. Let's quickest the, quickest I see him run was with the captain's armband back on the pitch. Yeah, to give it to fucking someone else. I mean, if that's a captain of a football club, I'm just completely and utterly baffled as to what the word captain means. I mean, it's just, it's just terrible. And it, I was listening to the what they were talking about on Monday Night Football last night, Carragher and Nev, what they were saying is like, Arsenal really don't want this Mesut Ozil situation again, where you've just given him 350 bags a week and he's in chill mode. I mean, there's just no urgency about the fella. And I just think, if I was Arteta, when Saka and Emil Smith-Rowe mm. a bit, he's generally got to think about dropping him. Yeah, and I, pretty much, I think I prefer Lacazette playing up front, because yeah. he's not go along with that. natural ability of finishing like Aubameyang as when he gets a chance. But with Lac he does so much more, Lacazette. He puts himself... Yeah, he does. He seems to put in a shift. He's prepared yeah. to like, sort of, although he screams rather louder than everyone else, he's prepared to, he is prepared to try and get stuck in and like yeah. show that he's working for the team. Whereas he holds it up. Aubameyang just gets it. bullied as well. He gets bullied off the ball too. Yeah, it's just, it's, there's something, there's something seriously not right there between last season and this season. Maybe it is the deal... I don't know what you guys think about that, but for that me... That fucking decided to turn up against Leeds, though, didn't they? Oh, well, standard, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. It's like it's in the teaser. It's like it's in the teasing season, Arsenal. Listen, we're going to give you a massive pay rise. Chill out. But it gets better. It gets better than this. What's that? Don't even give a fuck no more. Don't bother <laughs> after this. Listen, we're going to double your wages. Billy Big Bucks. Take it easy now, all right? It happens a lot, doesn't it, there? Moving forward... <laughs> Moving forward from what we have left to salvage, I mean, we've got a quarterfinal of the Europa League and, well, I don't know if I should go far to say this potential semi-final. I don't want to jinx it. But if you look on paper, Louise, as much as he is criticised, I think he's been probably our best centre-back this year. He's on the treatment table. Tierney's going to be out for, they're saying, I don't know, maybe a couple of months. I mean, there are two best defenders and we can't defend as it is. So, I mean, I mean... Going into them Europa League games is worrying. We'd have to be at our best to even try and win that competition, I think. But even like 
the Arteta's 50 game thing has come up now and he's got a worse win ratio or percentage than Emre. And everyone was full blown on having Emre out when he seemed to lack more of an idea. I, Arteta has a vision, but the vision is not panning out due to the personnel that we have at the football club. So therefore you have to come up with a plan B. And for me, there isn't one. And I think Arsenal are just spinning round in this cog. And <laughs> the table don't lie, fellas. Arsenal are mid-table because they're a mid-table side. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I can't really, can't really say any more than that. It's just massively disappointing because I thought over that period when we had the West Ham game, the Burnley game, I generally thought the Burnley and West Ham games were winnable, even though we were 3-0 down against West Ham. Liverpool won, I still knew they would give us a tough game. We generally struggle against Liverpool anyway, but it's just disappointing that we didn't pick up a couple of wins before we played Liverpool. Yeah. But I don't think we can hope for much more than ninth or 10th, 8th, maybe at the top. That's poor. That's so poor for a club like you, though, Yeah, of course. I mean, something's going to have to change. It's a sorry state when you're, you're missing two youngsters that are driving the team. Yeah, because yep. if you if you believe what you read now, they're saying that we might have to sell Saka to rebuild the team. I mean, and that is if arguably yeah, the biggest talent that we've got. I mean, that is concerning, isn't it? Yeah, but you, you're not take him at least. You're not going to get. We need backup for Harrison and Rafinha. So <laughs> uh, you're not you're not going to get massive money for Saka. I know he's a talent, but. What money are you going to get for him? Who's going to yeah, pay? I, I, this is yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. Uh, but unless, like, like, like I said on a previous podcast, it's going to take mass something massive to turn Arsenal around. <laughs> I'm talking takeover stuff. Yeah, and I think it might even get worse before it gets better. Because at the end of the season, you've got players there that are on loan. You've got Erdegaard. You've got Sabios. You've got players that I don't know maybe coming towards the end of their deals or the you, you're looking to get rid and I just I don't see where the and Kronke is never going to put his hand in his pocket now because he never really has so I just don't see where the investment's coming from uh, it's worry it, it's worrying without forward. without investment who uh, the process at Liverpool took five years mm. with Klopp yeah what other team gives uh, what other like chairman or whatever gives teams that long yeah. None. But also, without what Matt is saying, without that investment, who your likes of Chelsea have put in how much? They're not coming anywhere near like they're not coming anywhere near. United have spent shitload over the last however many years since Ferguson. They haven't come anywhere near. Even with even with all this investment. <laughs> You're not getting close to someone like City. It's only because Klopp's been eight. Like we're lucky that he's even been given that time, and he's he's been able to build a squad that really and truly. You look at it on paper. Yes, our team is good, but should we have got anywhere near them? No, but we've had a process. Yeah, and he's been he's been able to have that process, right. which has allowed success. Again. But without investment for certain teams. Are you ever going to get near again? No, I mean, we're we're not even... I'm looking at the teams that are in and around of us or that have shown a bit of progression. Like that. I mean, Everton, I think... I don't know how Everton fly under the radar with the amount of money that they've spent on players. They spent well, yeah, they have fortunes. And I can't say they're in a much better position than us, what we're talking about. Well, no, if they, if they lose five, their game in hand, they're points fucked. or whatever it is. So, I yeah. think... I mean, they've got a massive question mark hanging over them. I mean, Aston Villa deserve a lot of credit. 
um, near like relegation candidates, and then they've really seemed to turn it around there. And at one point, they were absolutely flying earlier on in the season, sort of gone a bit by the wayside, but still enough to be, you know, top seven possibly. But I just, as I said, the, the clubs, no disrespect to them that I'm comparing us to. We should be streets ahead of them, really and truly. That's the thing, mate. You've got to look at the teams either side of you in in the league at the moment. Villa and Leeds, two seasons ago, was in the championship. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's not... We do need massive investment, but you're right with what you're saying. Uh, It's not all investment, though, is it? Because you look at what Leicester have done in recent years. Yeah, I mean... At the moment, yes, yeah, but what they've done down to investment, you know what I mean? No, no, it's not all investment, but it's process yeah. as well. Yeah, but, but, but then how how long do you let Arteta's at fifty games now? Yeah, and we we're, we're worse than we were when he took over. That's, yeah. that's a fact. That's not even a. Yeah. There's no dispute with that whatsoever. There's, let, the there's letting a process go, but how long do you let it go? Because you're trying to be. He's he, trying to be. He's trying to be City with. Mid, like as you're saying, like a mid-table yeah. team. It's but, it's never going to happen. From from my point of view, looking at your you lot, obviously we're spoiled with Bielsa and what he's done with our team and the identity that he's put into the team. If you're 50 games in and you still ain't seeing improvements, yeah, not the man. Think about not the he, man for he, the job. Sorry. No, I I, I genuinely think. think come the end of the season, the board have a massive decision to make about whether they let him stay or go. I mean, personally, I quite like him. I don't dislike him, but I just don't think it's happening there. I don't think what he's inflicting on them, I don't know if they're taking his instructions on board or they're just not capable of playing the way he wants them to play because too many of that back four just look so nervous. You can practice that in training as many out of the 31 games or whatever have been played now. I mean, we've made mistakes in... 75%, 80% of them, a lot of them coming from the back, passing the ball out, so or losing the ball in silly areas. But I just think, like, back to the Leicester thing, obviously, Leicester have invested shrewdly. The scouting network that they have, they don't really spend big money on bad players. They just seem to make players better and better and better. And every player, they they never seem to sign a dud. They all no, seem, they to picked out some they real, seem to be brilliant yeah. players. Yeah, they're really. like a model club, really. For me, in the, in the whole well. Premier League, there's no one that I'm sort of like, apart from Timmy Support, but Leicester, for me, are like literally the perfect club. Such a nice, honest club that just do things the right way. And, they and get, like, like Greg was saying about the process, yeah, yeah they, they they can do the process. They've done the process. And look, yeah. look they're, they're getting the rewards from it now. They, get, well, they, they brought in a manager that's taken them even more to a different level. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. With the football that he wants to play. Yeah. I mean, you saw, obviously the difference between Celtic now and Celtic when Rodgers was in charge. Celtic walked it. All right, Gerard has yeah. steadied the ship and... Yeah, but he, if he Rodgers is, was still there... Yeah, Rodgers, yeah. I mean, he's done well, fair play to him. But I just think, I don't know where... I don't know how we're moving forward. There doesn't seem to be, where's the goal? What's the aim? Yeah. We're just, and for the minute, for me, we're treading water. And it looks like, as I said, it's going to have to get worse before it gets better, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah. It's just as as a club though, it's like uh, so. Are your board picking the right people? No, well, they're not. I know. That's no, no, no. But this is it. So we you got to start looking at them and thinking about their process. What 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 are they doing? In in the last couple of years, the club can't be making money. You know this this year, we're not probably not going to finish even finish <laughs> the Europa League spot unless we obviously win it. And going into the Champions League with that squad would just be an absolute tragedy, to be honest. 
that could be embarrassing unless something massively changes. But I don't think we're going to win the Europa League. There's some other good sides in there. Man United. Less, um, but less, yeah, I just think it's we're going backwards. Yeah. That's, that's basically it, to be honest. Let's move on to you, Greg, anyway, with, with the Liverpool side of things. Um, yeah. Because we're sort of going down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, what, what, what do you reckon? I mean, it's hard, like, it's obviously you've heard the boys absolutely slate Arsenal, but at nil nil, I, I didn't, it, we were on top, like, possession wise, yes, it, it was a bit wave after wave, but we, we actually, we wasn't doing, we wasn't like making loads of opportunities and whatnot, we wasn't breaking them down at first, and then come the second half, like, what the boys said though as well, like it was too easy for us. Having Fabinho back in there it does make us tick a lot better. And Kabach and Nat Phillips have been they've been solid since he's gone back into there and that he's screening them. Um, which has allowed Robertson and Trent to become a little bit better in this little period, which has actually helped us pick our form up, like you know, and until we got the first goal. I didn't think it was overly bad from Arsenal. We we wasn't great, and then all of a sudden, yeah, that that goal goes in, um, and it just changed the game massively, didn't it? Like literally, all of a sudden, it was one, two, and then you know that. I mean, Gabriel for Mo Salah's goal again. Dave, you touched on it. It it wasn't. I mean, it's poor, poor even defending. in Sunday League, Greg, if you did that, your teammates would be battering you for that if you were a centre-half yeah. and you just literally put that lazy ball, chipping it over the forward into no-man's land and yeah. killing Cedric and then throws his arms up in the air like it's Cedric's fault. He just mucked past, which was what happened. Yeah. And then the thing is as well, like, he, he goes on then to make another mistake. So, I mean, wow. he's... It was it was it was just that that thing of as soon as we got one, yeah, you, you literally as the team just went, yeah, like gone, gone, and you did yeah. I mean we we played okay. I think we played okay. Like we dominated the ball. We were we were doing nice little triangles. It was very comfortable but, for you. For yeah, sure. without obviously we didn't in this little period we've had we've had we've had our issues in that, but. We have, we have turned. It seems like we have turned the corner, and I really did think that you were going to give us a bit more of a fight. So did I. <laughs> but again, without without playing amazing, it, the, the scoreline was very convincing. But it does a job for us at the minute. Like every game is just more and more confidence, and then you know, the finishes were good. They were good in the end. Like obviously. Salah, I think, was looking for a penalty. He could have gone there. He was looking for a penalty, Shock. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh. He was, he was looking is, for it. When is he then, not looking for a penalty? But then he took the little nutmeg, which was nice. So, and then, Jot, I mean, Jota's goal, yeah. It was just quality. Um, And yeah, it's a bit of a two two fingers up, isn't it, really? Like, he has had a good game and then he goes and sticks that on his nut. Um, Good finish again. Um, But yeah, like, what can you say? You as we were, we were better, but I, I don't think that you helped yourselves, and it no, made it, and it made it a lot easier for us. 
There's there's obviously stiffer tests to come for Liverpool than of course, Arsenal. Sure, of course. But it's nice to go to a place like the Emirates, get the oh, points, and then move on for sure. Mate, Especially given like, some of your current form or what exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like we have turned the corner, and at nil nil, it looked like it was going to be a bit of a. Uh, it, it sort of had it written all over it. I thought it was going to be a bit of a nil nil, like because we were <clears throat> not finishing off chances basically, and then. And then, yeah, all of a sudden, one, two, and then it's game over. Like, and then we, yeah, the scoreline's flattering, and it's a good result for us, especially going into midweek. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, there's not much, you know. I I'm couldn't. Not gonna, sorry, gone. Gone. No, I'm just. I'm not no, going to say yeah, about I, it. I couldn't see Arsenal scoring. To be fair, and I think that goes back to what you said, Greg, about. That first goal, when you when it's nil nil, when you know you're not playing well, you're not like looking like scoring. Or while yeah. it's nil nil, you've got that fight still. But as soon as it's like as soon as that first goal went in, it was like Arsenal knew, fuck, we've held on for this long, but that's it, it's done now. We yeah. they just they just knew, and that's why that's probably why the wheels fell off so quick because they just thought it is. It's demoralising. When you're in the game, you think right, we're in it. But as soon as that first goal goes in against the team, you know pretty better than you are playing. But it's like tell our game over. I mean. The, the, he's come on and he has obviously changed the game, Jota. Absolutely. And I mean, he has been a shining light for us because he's 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 very similar to Mane and Salah, as in the the small, intricate player. Pick. He he totally changes the the, the, the dynamic because Firmino, who is as we've spoken about, like. Yes, he's really good at holding it up and bringing others into play. But when when we play at speed, it's so much better. That's how we, he. It's like he, you know he slows it down and then it, it it sort of stunts us. And then all of a sudden you bring Jota on, and it, all right, he Drives comes up with people, doesn't he, Jota? Yeah, but he, he's very direct, isn't he? Yeah. Very direct. He's direct, and even even when so the guy so he he started out on the left. He had the ball. He played it inside. He he went. For, he wanted the one-two off whoever it was. I think it might have been Thiago. He wanted the one-two, but he, he didn't get it. He then played it out to Mane, who then, who then held on. To, I think it was Mane, or they held on to the ball, and then Trent was able to then get the cross in. But Jota's already on the like he's on the move still from that from that play, and it's he's just always moving, and he's found space as you said, like holding. How a centre back can let, whether he's five foot six or whatever, shouldn't be getting space. Should not be getting space. And he, yeah. he's actually been proven to be a good header of the ball. Even for Portugal, he's popping up with headers and he whatnot. Yeah. Portugal's best player, do you know what I mean? Um, going back to like Rob Holding though, how many times can you misjudge a flight of a ball? He's got he's got a good amount of time, the same with a city one, to see that. I mean, yeah. that's, for me, that's terrible defending because he's nowhere near it. It's not as if he's jumping with Jota and trying to win the header. Yeah. If he did, he yeah. would have won the header. He's totally but, missing the flight of the ball. But and also, though... Umpteenth times now. I mean, it's just just it, crazy, man. Crazy. I think, I've, I think I've sort of said to you before as well, like, Leno can see the game. He's watching this game. He, mm. If he's taken, a, you know, a step, a yard... In the wrong direction, holding Leno can open his mouth and say, "Get closer yeah. to," or the right back, whoever the right back was at the time, Chambers. I don't. 
you've got to know your your positions. You, yeah, of course. Yeah. How far you are away. If that's not your, if that's not Chambers's man, that's Holding's man. Because you've got, you, you can't rely on Trent messing the cross up because, like Dave said, he's well, probably bar. I'd even go as far to say bar Bex. He's got well, he's, one of the best crossers of the ball I've seen. But he's pinpoint, isn't he? This is it. All right, yeah. he hasn't he hasn't had the best season, but no. he can he can put that ball on a sixpence. Yeah. And yeah. and as a as a matter of fact, Jota didn't have to do much. He didn't have no, to jump didn't. very much. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It was literally on a plate. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, and then yeah, I mean yeah, he changed the game obviously, Jota, and it, it was looking a bit of a possession based nil nil up until that point. It really was. But then obviously the yeah, it opened up and. Gabriel's and, and Jot is another one where it's just like a yeah, it's just another good bit of business from from you guys. Like yeah. <laughs> that deal, 40, 40 was five million, wasn't it, Greg, or fifty million? Yeah, yeah, yeah mate, everyone, you, you knew he's a good player, but you kind of thought, well, they're paying that for him, really, and then and then he's he's, he's proved well worth the money. Oh, yeah, 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 he he saw, Everyone knew he would be a, a decent player for Liverpool, but I don't think yeah. you knew how he was going to be this good. Well, no, not it's at all. A bit of business. Yeah, again, yeah, yeah. It seems Which we like don't a, seem to be capable of at this moment in time, just overpaying for shit. I mean, even at Wolves, his numbers weren't like this. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, How many goals has he scored for Liverpool? I think it's 12 now, something like that. I yeah. think it's 12. And he hasn't been fit for... And he hasn't played for a little while. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's get it right. In the Premier League these days, for someone to start in your front three, you've got to be spending decent dough. There's no way... You're nicking a five to eight mil deal, and the geezer turns into an absolute worldie. You just it just no. doesn't really. I don't mean it really happens. Not in that position. I mean, well, the Leeds, top four sides pay fifty million for left and right backs. That's what I'm saying. So mm. if you look at Leeds with Rafinha, I mean, like Terry said, how they nick that is amazing. Really, when you consider yeah. the prices or what some of these clubs are shelling out, like even Dave said for a right back and a left back. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, and Harrison I, for ten million for yeah, an English I mean, player. Great. That's crazy. That's crazy money for his return. I mean, for an English player paid, as well. If yeah. you paid ten million for Harrison and he scored five goals, you'd be at me. Stuck yeah. with that, and he's still right. got eight or nine games to go. So, Wait, Ollie McBurney cost eighteen million. Brian oh. Brewster, 25, Brewster twenty-five. Yeah, we've had our chief execs fucking having it off with that one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Though, like twenty-five mil. People from... like we we virtually got Harrison and Rafinha for what they got Brewster for. Yeah. I think the thing with the thing with clubs like the things with the club things with clubs like Liverpool and Manchester United, it's seen that you're you're held in a certain esteem if you if you're if you're in that squad. Yeah. So that's why Brewster's being sold for silly money. Yeah. I mean he played in the Prem what once or twice? I don't even think he scored in the Prem, did he? Well, there's an option that we can actually buy back. Never gonna uh, happen. Oh about, <laughs> about no. Yeah, I mean yeah, you never know if he turns a corner because he had promise. He's got promise, but again, he, he's he, he wasn't he wasn't um, Liverpool and Sheffield. It's obviously a reason. It's obviously a reason. Well, let's let's sort of bring that one to an end anyway, boys. Yeah, and we yeah. move on to yeah, well done, Greg. To Kyle. So uh, yeah, another three points, Jonesy, um, <laughs> Gory, and then over to you, Kyle. Man United two, Brighton one. Made hard work of it, but what was your thoughts, mate? I'll just quickly before we go on to United, Lolo, if you're listening, get Greg back on. We kind of him too chirpy on these podcasts. It was a bit of a curse having him on before, but <laughs> fucking hell. Get him on ASAP. No, but yeah, back to United game. I mean, listen, 
Boyle was going to say I sound like a scratch record. Yeah, like you said, wasn't very convincing for me. Another unconvinced performance. This bit. But we got the job done. I mean, but listen, we, we beat them. But it's fucking Brighton. So listen, I, I don't get too excited. We, we made hard work of it. You made hard work of it the last game when you played them, when you scored a penalty after the game finished. Yeah, wait until full time <laughs> and then still got a penalty. Uh, at, least, at least we got it done a bit earlier this, this time. Um, yeah, I haven't really got a lot to say about it, really. I mean, again, it was just one of them games that... It's good, we can leave it there, then. We probably, honestly, we can, we can cut this well, Sean. We ain't, we ain't going to be a long one. Should, should, it, should it gave a penalty away, or, yeah? I can't, I can't really think of anyone who actually stood out as a performance, to be fair, looking back at it. Um, yeah, come see, come saw. Very, yeah, just okay. On the job and but against, yeah, that's just done a job. Like again, against the Brighton team, he done exactly what I'd expect him to do. Luke Shaw was was good again. Um, I'll be honest, I'm, back, I'm going to go on the goalkeeper situation just quickly. I want to touch on that. Oh, I do. Um, audio well. I do. Um, listen, I love Dean Henderson. I think he's. I think he's a very good goalkeeper. For a nonsense. But I, but I do. I. I. I want De Gea back. I really do. I think De Gea's miles ahead of him in terms of ability and what he can do. What he's going to, the points he's going to save your team over the course of a season. I think De Gea. Yeah, for me, he has. He has to be number one, moving forward. I'm. I'm never too com- confident with with Hendo in goal, but. I don't know if that's going to change anytime soon. I think deep that I think De Gea could be going. To be fair, I think that's why he's he's stuck with it. I think with obviously he's had a new, he's had a baby now, and he so I think he misses in Spain. I think he probably wants to, and I, I wouldn't even you know, I don't know. I'd be sad, but yeah, yes, we have got Hendo there. Either genuine upset. On You'd get face. decent money for De Gea though, especially if he goes back like out to Spain. Oh no, I just I, like, but like I said, the problem with me at the moment is just a, I don't have full on confidence in Hendo. I just feel like yeah, you're good, but you're you're just not quite there yet. But listen, hopefully he proves me wrong. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, just just a, a bog basic performance again. Wasn't great. Good in bits got the job done and, and you know what I was really worried that we weren't going to get the job done we last season we always failed to capitalise when teams around us didn't pick up points we'd never pick up points as well we'd always we'd always fall short so it was good just to get I'd like to think that top four secure now for us I mean we've got a nice little gap there now so I've just yeah job done basically that's all I can say on the whole on the whole game job done yeah, you think Maguire should have given away a penalty there Kyle. Listen, I think it's one of them. I, I can. I, I don't think I'd have complained if it wasn't given, or if it was given. But I don't think you can complain that it, that it wasn't because I can agree. Those ones I thought couldn't they? Sometimes they go, sometimes they don't. But it just annoyed me that they didn't even tell the ref to look. No, so, but the still picture. I think Greg sent it to me. Yeah. The still picture looks like Maguire. Still pictures always look worse. You've got to look at it as it is. You can't pause it on a bit where. Listen, players can rustle. Greg does it to me on FIFA all the time when we're playing. He, he presses these little buttons and he, <laughs> he drags me back and all that. He, and he never, hates him. <laughs> and I, and I never, and he never gets a foul given for him. So for me, that was a bit of job. Well done, Greg. It was just, I, I don't think it, yeah, I don't think it was a pen. I, I, you I don't think you want to see pens give you for that every time. I just <laughs> think it was a rustle. And, that takes well, me back. I actually forgot even to mention like during the Leeds game. Did any of you see Bulldogs tackle on Tyler Roberts? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, no, I did see the thing, yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. 
Not even a word. Not, not even yes. booked. Not even a free kick. Oh, when he nearly knocked himself out. That's because he got yeah. concussion. He tackled him so fucking hard, he nearly knocked himself out. Tyler Roberts come out of it like he'd been in a fucking car crash. He'd done three somersaults, landed on his head. <laughs> Triple pike, fucking... <laughs> Two fucking shin high at 100 mile an hour. He's like, bang. And it's like, oh, but my head hurts. Oh, it's all right. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Get that tackled in. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that no, was naughty, that. That was naughty. That's what VAR should be intervening on. They should yeah. be going, hold on a minute, Absolutely. Fred. Like, that's yeah, a clear obvious mistake. Was well bet not going to tap, like, tap the ball in? And he's got a tug. I can't right. believe he's. I don't think. I, I don't think. I don't think well bet was getting any way to compare. I think the ball well, was a bit too far ahead of anyway. him. I think it was too far ahead of him. He's horrific, and he always <laughs> scores against you lot. It's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, his goal records, put honestly. All right. for, all three United graduates scored that night. Excellent on on, on Sunday night. <laughs> all. All, all come for our academy. No, but well, yeah, Welbeck's. Yeah, he's well done, mate. But yeah, didn't didn't quite matter in the end, did it? <laughs> um, yeah, is that you done on that then, Kyle? Yeah, radio. Yeah, yeah, Super very four four through the game. I want yeah. to about you, anyways. So that's fine with me. <laughs> well, <laughs> you fucking even on my face, you drag it back to you, scummy yeah. shits. <laughs> you reminded me. I totally <laughs> forgot to mention it. I was like, fuck you. I, sh- I should have abandoned it. Said no, you've had your chance. <laughs> 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 Rain on your parade, mate. Um, no, there's no parade here. Well, yeah, that, that sort of brings us to an end of, of the them fixtures anyway, boys. Um, just quickly, I want to score from you all on the on the, the games that are that are coming up this, this weekend. So just not too in-depth on each one. We'll just run through a score on each game cool. that involves our team. So the first one uh, is Man City versus Leeds. Um, so it's at the Etihad, yeah? It's at the Etihad. I'm going to start it off. Seven! Um, <laughs> I'm, going to go, I'm going to go City three, Leeds two. I think we'll have, we'll give them a good run for their money, but I think they'll, they'll have too much. Um, Boyle? Uh, three, one, uh, City. Greg? Um... I haven't been too good at predictions lately. Um, he I'll go with, seven. No, I'll go Say with it, Greg. Three, three nil. Fuck off, um, <laughs> Jonesy. Four, 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 one City. I think you'll oh, we'll get a goal, but yeah, at least we got a goal. <laughs> DS. Three nil. Have a word, lads. Just off the back of a 2-1 victory over Sheffield United, are you not fake? You wish you had that over Sheffield United. Liverpool versus Villa. Dave? Seven! Well, they scored that against you last time, didn't they, Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. Seven? 2-0 Liverpool. Jonesy? 7-2 Villa. <laughs> fuck, Repeat. I'm going for it. Second. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? 7-2 Villa. If that comes off, mate, fucking hell. Um, Greg? <laughs> oh, the, mate, I wish, I hope we can turn our fortunes at Anfield around. 3-1. Um, Boyle? This is this is a 
quite a tough one. I don't think it's as clear cut as Liverpool are just going to win this, and that's going. I'm expecting to be goals in this game. Uh, uh, I think Liverpool might narrowly shade it, so I'm going to go three two Liverpool. But I think Villa will definitely give them a run for their money for sure. Well, I'm going to go Liverpool two Villa nil. Villa is shit, and we're going to finish above them. So come on, you. Spurs, <laughs> um, <laughs> Spurs versus Man United. We'll start ooh. with you, Jonesy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. One, one. Oh, confident then. Dave? Yeah. I've got the same one, one, I reckon. Oh, hello. Gory? Two, one, United. Ooh. I'm going one, nil, Spurs. Boyle? Absolute uh, Desmond and Pork Pie. Uh, Two, yeah. two for me. Yeah, good shout, the old Desmond. It is actually, yeah. And then last one, Sheffield United versus Arsenal. We'll stay with you. Boy. I mean, if we lose this, I mean, I might just not ever come on here ever again. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> I'm dre- I'm dreading it. I'm actually scared of the game. I'm scared. Oh, please don't, Brewster Hattrick. Yeah, oh. McBurney <laughs> will score six. <laughs> Make up for the fucking rest of the shit he's been doing. What are you going with, Boyle? It's just ugly of the highest order of ugly. 2-1 Arsenal, and I mean, they're going to be scraping to win this. Scraping, because the confidence is on the floor, man. Dave? (laughs) I'm praying for a a 2-1 as well. I'll I'll be over the moon with it as well. Yeah, honestly, I will take a 1-0 anything in this game just to win it. That's how bad we were against Liverpool. I'm going to go 1-0. Yeah, don't surprise me. Greg? I just can't look past Sheffield United just being that shit. 2 0. <laughs> What's a Sheffield United? They're at home. <laughs> no, 2 0 Arsenal. <laughs> oh, wow. And Jonesy? 3 1 Arsenal. I think that'd be all right. Right, that's the predictions in. Honestly, if we don't win that game, I'm turning, I'm muting messages. <laughs> Um, now the table looks different, boys. Now we've uh, down to five of us. So oh, yeah. Great. How's that going, by the way? So, bottom in the league. Dave, you're still bottom, mate. It didn't change. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dave, man. Uh, I think I was climbing as well before. Yeah, you were doing all right. I was weren't climbing you? and he dropped point. out. Um, you're on 31 points. I'm on a massive 32 points, just above Ooh. you. Boyle's in third on 34 points. Kyle's second in 35 points. Oh, okay. I'm not that far. And fucking Greg's on 41 at the top. Wow. Steaming ahead. Look at that. Greg. Keep going, son. So now, to bring us to a close, boys, baller of the week, donkey of the week. So we start with baller of the week. I'm going to start us off. Mateus Pereira, West Brom. I'm going to say the same. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to go with Callum Robinson because of his record against Chelsea. But Pereira turned it on, mate. And when that boy's on fire, he's he's some player. Um, Yeah, so I've gone with Pereira. He he was phenomenal against Chelsea. He he deserved it for me. Um, Boyle. Yeah, same. Two goals, two assists. I mean, to go there and win when you're in the fucking relegation zone against a team that are, you know, top four or pushing part, even maybe beyond this... It's very impressive, and they've got an amazing record. They've got a decent record against Chelsea, to be fair. Yeah, 
So, yeah, definitely, yeah, he wins it for me too. The great escape still on, eh, Big Sam? That's it. <laughs> I bet he had a pint of wine straight on the go after that game. <laughs> Good lad. Um, Greg, bowler of the week. I, I, yeah, I went Callum Robertson, to be honest, mate. Because... Only scored Pere- against Chelsea. No, but per- Pereira did very well. And uh, obviously, I, I was I was going to go for Jota, but can't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, but Callum Robertson, just that goal where he, he kind of started the move, it got played up to his chest and then he just planted it out wide and then, like, they just swarmed it. And then he just came onto it late, mate. And the way that he finished that, I, yeah, I just chose him. And then, obviously, five, five, this, only five goals this season they're all against Chelsea. So yeah. But, yeah, just, I overlooked Pereira just because of that goal. But I know Pereira had a very good game. Fair play. I think five this season is five in total. He, um, oh, was it? He, he's got five Premier League goals and they're all against Chelsea. He scored one for Sheffield United against them last oh, season. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or the season before even, but yeah. Um, Kyle? Yeah, my two, I think, was um, J- I think of the Jota, but I'm not going to go with him because he plays for them. Oh, <laughs> so I'm yeah. going to go, I'm going to go for this guy because he gets slated. He has been from day dot Joe Linton can yeah! score goals. <laughs> Joe Linton. <laughs> he still he's missed so sitters much. as well, though. What is it? He scores. Four goals. The fact he's that he's even won the award for Kyle is amazing. <laughs> Joe Linton just for a goal. <laughs> yeah, just because he's scoring. actually scored a goal. Should we give it to him? He should get player of the season. And even further to note, lads, that Joe Willock and... Joe Linton scored in the same game. I mean, that is easy. <laughs> Brucey, Brucey must be over the fucking Alfie with that. When you know Ask him. Ask him. <laughs> is he there, mate? Oh, uh, well, you know. <laughs> nah. <laughs> he, can't, he can't do it when he's getting filmed, see? It's killed me. It's killed me. It's killed me. It's just killed me. The fact that they've just scored in the same game, I don't even need to speak. It's, it's, I was I was so happy the fact that it was against Spurs as well, but yeah, I mean that is fantastic. That will never happen again this season, at least. What Joe Linton scoring? Well, or even <laughs> Willock scoring in the same game? No. <laughs> yeah, that um, well done, Joey. And Dave, well, funny it should pass it to you. Your nomination for Donkey last episode we done was Joe Linton. So was he? <laughs> Yeah. It still doesn't get him out of donkey in, in my That's view. Right, Dave. That's right. His record, they said he scored about he's four goals in sixty something games. Oh, what? He's got four goals in two seasons. Right. He is not Brazilian. He can't be Brazilian. I'm telling you. <laughs> he, he's a he, he's he's a moody Brazilian, isn't he? Sure. Even 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 Joe had a better fucking record than him. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dave, who's your bowler of the week, mate? Yeah, I was I, I was gonna <laughs> Pereira. But then just the way Robinson come on and the way he took his two goals, Ooh. found him. Whoa. That's quite impressive. So, yeah, Robinson. It's like the well, X Factor. This. We've got to go, we've got to phone and phone and phone people now. Well, exactly. So that leaves us at a tie. So there's Pereira with two. Yeah, but Kyle, Kyle, surely Kyle, Kyle cast them. You get the deciding vote because you picked Joe Linton. Is it Mateus Pereira or is it Callum Robinson? got two goals and then set up two as well. Yes, you got two goals and two assists. Well done, Pereira. Three cheers for Pereira. It's got to be. Got to be in it. Two goals, two assists. Fucking hell. Brilliant. By the way, I reckon a lot of sides will be looking at him for next season. 
Would you have him? Really? I was going to say for 100%. you boys. I wanted him anyway um, before before the start of start of this season because he impressed the fuck out. Of me. He was unbelie- unbelievable in the championship. Um, He'd be a great ten for you, to be fair. Yeah, he would. The thing with him is he hasn't really got the work rate, which is tough. But if if Bielsa could drum that into him, then he could be something else. But yeah, yeah I'd have him. I think he's a talent, mate. Um, yeah. So ball of the week, Matas Pereira. Well done, son. Uh, yeah. And now, last but not least, boys, donkey of the week. So, Dave, as you got the last vote on the baller, you get first for donkey. Um, Gabriel was very close to forgetting it for me, just because of what I said earlier. But I'm going to give it to Thiago Silva for Chelsea because he his sending off just. Literally, I know West Brom played well in that game, but it was just instrumental in them losing. I think even though Gabriel was the one who made mistakes, that we was always <laughs> looked like it was going to be something. We was always going to lose that game, but him being rash on that second booking cost him the game, and he's experienced. So, yeah. Fair play, mate, Jonesy. Oh, I've struggled. Um. Ah, <laughs> uh, right. Just because you made, just because you made a little thing of it, I'm going to go Danny Welbeck for trying to cheat for a penalty against a team that he should he should be supporting. To fucking, oh. <laughs> how have you done that? Oh my god, bias Barry or what? <laughs> fucking hell, we're going to go Barry Jones. Fucking hell, I used to work with Barry Jones. Fair play. <laughs> we need a silly bang guy. <laughs> that was Barry Scott. Barry oh, Scott. Oh, Barry Scott. <laughs> Bang! The- Bang. <laughs> um, Greg, who's yours, mate? Uh, I'll, do you know what? I was going to go with Thiago Silva, but I, I've got to go with Gabriel, mate. He's he's absolutely killed Arsenal there. Three different picks so far, he's boys. Absolutely armoured shanks at the moment, isn't he? Fucking <laughs> Gabriel, he is poop. Matty, your pick, mate. Um, yeah, I'm not going to change from what I originally had. Um, basically, echo what Dave said with Thiago Silva. Experience, you know, international. He didn't need to make the tackle that he made. And that, like, ultimately, that led to their downfall. It's absolutely killed them. Um, so, yeah, not really much more to add. Thiago Silva for me. Thiago Silva. Well, um, I was also going to go with Thiago Silva. But then when I reminded myself about Sam Baldock's tackle on Tyler Roberts, the cunt's got to go in as my donkey. Fucking, you can headbutt the floor all you want, mate. It ain't getting you out of that. That's filth. You should, you should be ashamed of yourself throwing yourself at Tyler. Like I, need to see I, haven't seen, I haven't seen it yet, so I need to have mate, a look. Horrendous. It was two, didn't even get free kicks. Uh, well, nice. It's a disgrace. Well, it's it's banged up for it, let alone sent off. And, he, and he had to go off because of it. Yeah, it was, that was shame, the reason he went off. Nothing to do with his fucking head. <laughs> um, there's nothing inside his head to get concussed. Um, so, yeah, I've gone with him. But a little shout-out for Heckenbottom for being a little prick and all. Um, but, yeah, so Bulldog's mine. But the winner, Thiago Silva. Well done, donkey. Uh, it's an all-Brazilian affair, then. We've got Matas Pereira as baller and Thiago Silva as donkey. Um, so, yeah. That brings the uh, the episode to a close anyway, lads. We will uh, hopefully be back with another episode towards the back end of the week. But 
we're not too sure yet. We'll see what happens. We've got a possible guest coming on. Um, but if not, it'll be the following week. We'll be back with our usual. Um, and yeah, catch us uh, over on our YouTube channel as usual, guys. Like and subscribe to, to the, well, subscribe to the channel and like all the videos that you watch. And um, yeah, rate and review on any of the podcast platforms that you uh, listen to us on. And um, yeah, we've also got a collaboration soon coming up with On The Stoop with Lolo. Um, so yeah, we won't sort of announce too much on that yet, but watch this space on that one. We've got some work coming up with them guys. Uh, so yeah, until then, anyway, boys, thanks for coming on boys tonight. Let's Thank get you, over sweet, to uh, watching the Champions League games, watching Liverpool currently losing to Real Madrid 1-0 and uh, City <laughs> beating so Dortmund 1-0. So um, yeah, yeah you, can, you can be excused to go and watch them now, boys. Not that Greg will want to after that, but nah, I don't nah. know. <laughs> boys until next time we play Arsenal every week yeah thanks exactly. guys oh, cheers go. guys take care he loves it see you later boys see you later lads